Good morning. This is KWSO News. The Coquille tribe has been combating invasive bass along the Coquille River and with the help of the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife have been using a boat built to put an electric charge in the water that stuns the fish. As reported by OPB, the electrical current stuns all the fish near the boat. Once the, fish, once the fish float to the surface, netters scoop them up and deposit them into a tank where they're measured and recorded. The invasive bass are then kept and given to the birds at the Cascades Raptor Center. If a salmon or other non-invasive fish is stunned, they are returned to the water and swim away. This year, the Confederated Tribes of Grand Ronde are providing a $100,000 grant through their Spirit Mountain Fund to supply the Coquel with their own craft. Helena Linnell, Biological Planning and Operations Manager for the Coquel Tribe, explains that the bass have been here for over a decade and they are having decimating effects on salmonids and other native aquatic species in the area. The tribe expects to have the boat delivered next year. Early this month, floods from the McKinney Fire burn zone filled the Klamath River with sediment, killing tens of thousands of fish. Despite significant losses, it appears adult Chinook salmon were relatively unaffected. Jefferson Public Radio's Noah Camuso reports. 290 spring Chinook migrated through the Klamath River this year. It was a sign that the population was mounting back after only 95 migrated last year. But shortly after those numbers were finalized, torrential rains in the McKinney Fire area washed a slurry of ash, mud, and debris into the river. Dissolved oxygen in the water dropped to zero, and tens of thousands of fish in a 50-mile section of the river were killed. Many were worried about the spring Chinook population. Karuna Greenberg is the restoration director of the Salmon River, a tributary which feeds into the Klamath. She says they haven't found many dead Chinook. There were adult spring Chinook that had, you know, taken refuge in those side tributaries. Representatives from the Karuk tribe say that the lampreys, suckerfish, and crayfish that were lost in the debris flow are just as culturally and ecologically important as the Chinook salmon. I'm Noah Camuso reporting. The rush to build wind farms to combat climate change is colliding with preservation of one of the U.S. West's most spectacular predators, the golden eagle. Scientists say the species is teetering on the edge of decline and worry that proliferating wind turbines could push them over the brink. Golden eagle wingspans can reach seven feet, ideal for floating on thermal drafts as they search for their prey. But it also puts them in competition for the wind resources energy companies want. U.S. wildlife officials are encouraging companies to enroll in a program that allows them to kill some eagles in exchange for reducing eagle deaths elsewhere. An Oregon official says while it's been a relatively quieter season for wildfires, there's still a risk as storm activity returns to the region this week. Levi Hopkins is the wildfire prevention and policy manager for the Oregon Department of Forestry. He says lightning strikes can cause fires that could grow and expand. Stay aware. We can't put our guard down yet. We're still actively fighting fires. We're still actively trying to prevent fires. If you see smoke, definitely report it. Call 911. Make sure people know that it's there and aware. We pre-position engines and firefighters throughout the state as these storms come in. So we will add that extra capacity in those areas that have that more potential for lightning. Storms are expected through the Cascades on Wednesday and Thursday. While moisture is expected, some areas are still dry from recurring drought conditions. 
And in local sports, the Warm Springs K-8 football team has started their conditioning program, and Coach Third is calling for more student-athletes to come out and get ready early for the upcoming season. They do their conditioning at 4.30 p.m. at the Warm Springs K-8 football field. In Madras, the White Buffalo football team will be practicing from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. with team meetings to begin, and then they practice from 7 to 9 p.m. They will have a blue and white scrimmage this coming Saturday starting at 10.30 a.m. with a parent meeting following the scrimmage. Coach Stutzman is hoping to have his team ready for a jamboree in Redmond on Thursday, August 25th, with the first game scheduled to be on September 2nd at Sweet Home. In Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves have signed rookie outfielder Michael Harris II to a $72 million eight-year contract to remain with his hometown team. The 21-year-old Harris is the youngest player in the majors. His early season promotion has bolstered the Braves' hopes for another championship run. The deal runs through the 2030 season with team options for 2031 and 2032. If both option years are activated, the total value of the contract would be $102 million over 10 years. Harris has emerged as one of the National League's top rookies as an offensive and defensive standout. He is hitting 287 with 12 home runs. Harris was born in DeKalb County, Georgia, and was drafted by the Braves out of Stockbridge High School, south of Atlanta. KWSO weather for Central Oregon, mostly sunny and hot today with a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high near 104 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a low around 72. And partly sunny and hot tomorrow with a high near 102 degrees. Reporting for KWSO News, I'm Duncan Bruno.